Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Guardian. Do you think of yourself as an influencer? Are you the one in your group of friends who always ends up picking the restaurant or bar? Does a younger sibling copy what you wear or how you do your hair? Do your colleagues come to you for advice on what car to buy or which bank to go to for a mortgage? If you relate to just one of these examples or can easily think of one of your own, then you probably consider yourself an influential person. But would you have what it takes to do it for a job? To make a living as an Instagram influencer? An Instagram influencer isn't necessarily someone who has a lot of followers. It's more someone who has an engaged audience. So it's all about, you know, followers taking action based on their content and their words. Nowadays, the industry is so big that you can't just spend a lot of time on Instagram and hope to gain enough of a following to be acknowledged as a true Instagram influencer. Most people need help. My name's Jordan Joseph Ramirez, and as of six months ago since I got married, I'm now an Instagram husband. I'm Jordan Erica Weber, and this week we talk to just some of the people who work behind the scenes to help make an influencer successful. And we look at why this industry still grapples with credibility issues. So basically, click farming is the digital sweatshop of the 21st century. This is Chips with Everything. What do a, what do a bunch of Instagram husbands do together on a trip? So it's kind of a it's kind of a new thing for us to, you know, sort of all go together. Um, Jordan Joseph Ramirez recently launched the Instagram Husband podcast. Each week, he talks to a fellow Instagram husband about their day to day lives. Really kind of my goal with, you know, my podcast and just kind of changing the Instagram husband brand is to help people understand that there there can be a, a, a parody to it if you want it to be that. Or it can be kind of a a beautiful union between, you know, husband and wife, you know, who work together, who live life together, who support each other, you know, and that's what being an Instagram husband to me has actually become lately is not having a bad attitude when I have to take her picture, but really kind of seeing, you know, the value in it from something that she enjoys um, in serving her and also, you know, something that we can do together to, 
you know, talk to an audience and, you know, grow something together and things like that. So yeah, you're an Instagram husband, but you're also a husband in the more traditional sense. You got married six months ago. Tell us your love story. How and when did you meet Danny Austin? Danny and I met about three years ago um, in Austin, Texas. We went to the University of Texas together. Danny Austin is a fashion blogger from Dallas, Texas, who has nearly 250,000 followers on Instagram and almost 150,000 subscribers to her YouTube channel. I had a very traditional path myself. You know, I had my own ambitions, you know, like I worked in, um, you know, the startup space. I went through an acquisition, um, you know, then went on to be the chief marketing officer. So we kind of had very two very ambitious paths ourselves, right? That kind of all changed about six months ago when we got married. The couple got married in the summer of 2018, and at the start of this year, they posted a video on YouTube with some pretty interesting news. So when we when we got married, we decided to work together full time. And so I officially became um, an Instagram husband. And when we got married, the dynamic of the whole influencer space just kind of changed for us because um, we realized it was going to be very difficult to juggle um, a true, loving, committed marriage on top of the demands of this influencer space. We talked about it and we kind of knew it was leading up to it. So when we got married, we decided to work together full time. And so I officially became um, an Instagram husband. And what was the reaction from the people in your life when you made this proclamation, you decided to go down this route? So colleagues, friends, family. Oh my gosh, they thought I was crazy. I mean, they didn't understand, you know, and, and quite frankly, a lot of it was done in secrecy. So we just announced to like her YouTube audience that I had like quit my job, even though in reality that happened, you know, about four or five months prior. And I just, I couldn't talk about it personally. Like I just really struggled with it about what people thought about me or what people would think and, you know, how that would affect my colleagues' perceptions and things like that. But the people who did know at the time, you know, I think it was one of those conversations where they were like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> like they, they supported it very passively. But at the end of the day, I think that in the back of their minds, they kind of got in their car and they were like, man, that is going to fail or, oh man, that is going to end up in, you know, like hot water or, some, or something like that. And Had you actually heard of the term Instagram husband before you started uh, kind of working in that role or was it more of a, a natural progression for you? Did you just fall into it? Um, I had not. So I really didn't pay attention to it. In fact, I probably had my own <laughs> issues with people who were Instagram husbands, like all of the things that I think people assume about an Instagram husband of, you know, oh, you're just riding your wife's coattails or, you know, oh, you don't do much like or oh, you're just like a stay at home dad now or any of those things, I think they're really easy to assume. So I probably thought the same before I was one as well. But I never really come into context, contact with it other than just sort of some of the cultural memes and, uh, you know, videos that had come out around the time about Instagram husbands. Now, some of you may have seen the fake public service announcement about Instagram husbands from television host Jeff Houghton at the Mystery Hour. It paints a pretty dismal picture of life as an Instagram husband and has them telling stories about things like having to delete all their apps so there's more room for photos. It's clearly a parody, but Jordan admits it's not entirely inaccurate. 
uh, they nailed a lot of things um, about it. Like they, they nailed the kind of derogatory sides of being an Instagram husband. All of those things that they talk about, we absolutely do and struggle with at a very satirical, comedic level. And when I became that, um, I think that that's my only view of an Instagram husband that I had or what maybe people or our parents, friends or people who didn't understand the space like really thought of me. Um, and that was really hard for me coming from like a C-level position into now being an Instagram husband where the only thing that people know about being an Instagram husband is that one viral video. So what do you actually do day to day then and how do you make money from it? I'd say like what I do on a daily basis, um, just in terms of like the Instagram influencer stuff is, yeah, like we, we take pictures, you know, like I'll help on more of like the creative direction of, you know, like the brand, um, you know, like I obviously edit all of the YouTube videos, you know, help like edit the Instagrams and things like that. Um, you know, she just, you know, she's launching her own brand um, this year. And so I kind of do all of the the team management and logistics behind that. So I do a lot in the traditional influencer space, but I also kind of run everything outside of her influencer space too. Does Danny pay you a salary then? How does that work? (laughs) No, I mean, and people have like different concepts of this, you know, I guess in marriage, but you know, some married couples will keep their finances separated. Some will not, you know, we don't believe in prenups or anything like that. And so like what is hers is mine, what is mine is hers. And so everything kind of just like, lives in one place like we don't really think about it as like a you pay me and I'll do this for you but I'm sure other couples do and and maybe that works that's just not what we typically do or believe something I find really interesting about the notion of a full-time Instagram husband is that at least in a heterosexual relationship it seems to subvert this traditional image of a man going out to be the breadwinner and his wife staying at home to do all the domestic labor that supports his ability to do that Jordan couldn't agree more. That was my entire struggle in the beginning. You know, that's what I had to really kind of grow and find strength in a different place than, you know, what my title at work was or, you know, how many people knew me versus her. Like I had to find another way to feel secure in my relationship because there's nothing that I did wrong. You know, it's like, it's almost like the more Danny succeeded, if I would have held on to those traditional notions, the more that Danny succeeded, the more resentment I would have felt towards her. And, you know, she was my new wife. Like I didn't want to feel resentment towards her, but I did, you know, and I really struggled with it. I think because of the cultural conversation that has happened of in a heterosexual relationship, you know, the man is the breadwinner. She stays home. She does that. And like, that is not who I married. Like Danny is not going to be the domestic housewife. And I, you know, knew that coming into it. I just think maybe I thought it was going to look a little different, but I had trouble, you know, what, what are people thinking? You know, what do people think if, you know, Danny's not at home and I'm not out there, you know, being the breadwinner that more people know Danny, you know, if she, if she, a ton of people know Danny and no one knows me, why does she even need me? All those questions kind of came up. And I, I do think that that comes up with Instagram husbands. But I also think, to be honest with you, I think that that happens in marriages beyond Instagram husbands too. And I think no one's really talking about it. You know, there's a huge kind of, you know, cultural conversation right now of women and females like, you know, being empowered and breaking the glass ceiling. But there's not a whole lot of conversation of like, here's how the man can support her in that, right? You know, and you know, continue to spur her on and, and go forth and not feel a lot of the 
societal anxieties that maybe come with her succeeding and things like that. Do you ever regret putting your career on hold to help Danny's to flourish? I feel like it's too soon to tell. Right now in this moment, we are, we love working together. We are having the time of our lives, you know, like, I think that my greatest fear sometimes is that, you know, when this whole influencer social media space dies down, you know, and I want to go back to being, you know, a C-level executive, will that opportunity still be there? That's how, that was a little lurking fear that kind of always exists in me. And, you know, an entrepreneur makes something out of nothing. And so if Instagram changes their algorithm tomorrow and the Instagram space is gone, just like Vine was, then we would find something new and that would be okay. After the break, we'll look at why the influencer industry has set rules and regulations and why brands want to make sure that an influencer's followers are actual human beings. It's been proven that there are indeed like firms. It's amazing. If you Google it, you see tons of smartphones just lined up with robot arms swiping like and double tapping left, right and centre. It's incredible to watch, but it's also quite frightening. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's time to focus. I think ultimately that ideology is fading, but it will have a sting in the tail, and we see that sometimes with these flare-ups and violence. Today in Focus is the new daily podcast from The Guardian. Join me, Anushka Astana, for the best stories from our journalists around the world. Subscribe now to Today in Focus from The Guardian. Welcome back to Chips With Everything. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. This week, we're looking at some of the people who help to elevate an individual to the role of true Instagram influencer. But before we go back to that, I would like to ask you for a moment of your time. 
The Guardian is completely independent, so there's no shareholders or billionaire owners pulling our strings or our stories. But it does mean that we need to ask you, our Chips listeners, for your support. We need you to help us keep challenging the status quo and holding power to account. Today, more than a million people are helping to secure our future, and you can join them. Just visit gu.com forward slash chipspod or find that link in the show notes for this episode. Thank you. Now, we've already heard from an Instagram husband who quit his job at a startup to work with his influencer wife, Danny Austin, and help to build her brand further. But how does an influencer get to that point? How do you convince brands to pick you to advertise their products? Do you know what? I think influencer marketing has been around for such a long time. It's just been under a different name. Look at celebrity endorsements like Britney Spears and Skechers way back in the day. It's just, it's a new form. And I think brands fell out of love with using the term celebrity endorsements and indeed using celebrities because as a nation, we now have a new love and and globally for reality. And I think people love real stories. They love real people. And I think that's definitely what has lent itself to influencer marketing overtaking any other form of traditional. Leona McCall is an influencer manager at the London-based marketing agency Disrupt. She came into the studio to talk us through how the company works. Yeah, so our clients are the brands and they can be brands across all sectors. So from financial right down to fashion and beauty. And so what we do on their behalf is we source influencers. So again, it's not just looking at those vanity metrics like, you know, follower count. It's really digging deep into the engagement levels. It's looking at the authenticity. It's looking at, you know, whether they've mentioned your brand before. There's a lot of data actually goes on behind the selection process. We've got a dedicated data team, which allows us to do so. And that's really the backbone. Do you know how many influencers there are in the whole world? It must be pretty impossible to quantify. I'd imagine it would be quite hard to quantify. I know that in 2018 alone, on a global scale, there was over 2 million posts on Instagram using the hashtag ad. And that was a 39% growth on 2017. Okay, so is that how you determine whether someone is an influencer or not, whether they do hashtag ad? It's it's one element. Obviously, that is a, a great way to start in terms of researching just how many influencers there is out there. Are there specific parameters that someone who wants to call themselves an influencer has to meet in order to kind of catch your interest? A lot of it goes down to the content that they create. We look for influencers and content creators who are very creative audience expect that now you know their their followers want that element of creativity they don't want to see the same picture taken day in day out with another influencer standing in front of another bakery it's it's nice when influencers create unique content and really go above and beyond the parameters Now, you write blogs for the Disrupt website, and one of them that I've seen is called Rules and Regulations, because being an influencer is a real job. There's obviously a lot to talk about that. But first of all, why did you feel that you needed to emphasize the fact that being an influencer is, quote unquote, a real job? 
I think a lot of people don't realise if you're outside of this industry, you know, there's contracts in place. These posts on behalf of brands are legally binding. And I think when you're not in this space, it's so easy to believe, you know, that it's just a post here and there. But a lot goes on. Brands can demand revisions on your posts. You can spend hours, if not days, creating content for a brand. We believe that the influencer should have the creative onus. You know, 40% of influencers say that that is their biggest pain point when it comes to working with a brand is they're trying to take that creative control away from them. So that's why we believe it's very, very important to instill the trust that they deserve. Essentially, this is their nine to five. So what are these rules and regulations for being an influencer? Are they rules that you impose a disrupt or are they kind of an industry standard? I mean, is there an industry standard? Absolutely, there is an industry standard. So the Advertising Standards Authority, along with the Competition and Markets Authority, have recently released regulations and legislations around influencers disclosing their brand partnerships. So whether this be paid partnerships or whether this purely be around gifting. So what a lot of influencers feel is slightly unfair is even if a brand hasn't stipulated we want you to post this at a certain time using a certain hashtag they still need to disclose that they have indeed been gifted that product because they haven't parted way with their own money. In June 2018 the chief marketing officer of Unilever one of the world's five largest consumer goods companies announced that urgent action was required to rebuild trust and called on platforms like Instagram, influencers and the advertising industry to crack down on influencer fraud, and that Unilever themselves would refuse to work with influencers who pay for fake followers or likes. Yeah, so um, it's been proven that there are indeed like farms. It's amazing if you Google it, you see tons of smartphones just lined up with robot arms swiping like and double tapping left, right and centre. It's incredible to watch, but it's also quite frightening. People are going to these extremes now just to be able to put in their bio that they're an influencer and essentially they're not. And a lot of agencies are now being set up to purely identify whether influencers are indeed influential and whether their following is authentic. It's, it's huge at the moment. Leona recently wrote a blog on Disrupt's website giving tips for how brands can make sure that an influencer is credible, which include watch out for generic comments and avoid those with a large follow account but low engagement. As part of its efforts to encourage transparency in the industry, Unilever has pledged to stay away from influencers that are actively buying followers and using bots to drive engagement. But what if these clicks were coming not from a robot, but from humans? Yes. There's not a lot of information out there about the extent of these click farms. But in 2016, a group of students from the Los Angeles school SciArc produced a short fictional film which offered a speculative look at what it's like to be both an influencer who buys likes and a follower hired to do the liking. InstaFamous is a film that tries to reverse the lens of social media popularity from Vincent, who is a wannabe social media star, to Yash, the Indian click farmer who basically legitimizes Vincent's popularity by 
creating tons of fake followers and fake comments for um, Vincent's account. Munyi Cheng, who is currently an architect working out of LA, is one of the filmmakers behind InstaFamous. And Yash himself, after looking at the glamorous pictures that Vincent has produced, becomes sort of enamored of Vincent's lifestyle and tries to emulate it with Mumbai as the backdrop rather than Los Angeles. And we see Yash's imagination sort of take flight as he tries to emulate Vincent. And, you know, he starts combining these landscapes from Los Angeles, the Hollywood Hills, into like a busy street in Bangalore. In a way, he sort of falls in love with Vincent's character. And he, you know, puts this collage together as a homage to Vincent and creeps Vincent out and Vincent blocks him. While some click farms manipulate software or use bots to generate hundreds or thousands of likes and follows for an Instagram influencer, there have been a small number of cases documented in which real-life humans are paid a low wage to sit in front of a screen and manually click for hours on end. This is what Mun Yi Cheng and the other filmmakers brought to life. So basically, click farming is the digital sweatshop of the 21st century. It is exactly paying people very low amounts of wages to produce the goods that you consume every day. Except in this case, these goods are not material, but they're images that you see on the screen. And there are characters that have created themselves over social media. So while there are people who have tried to bring it to our attentions using documentaries, we wanted to sort of look at it through fiction, you know, by telling stories about it. So there is the traumatic side of it, but there is also, we hope to bring up a sort of positive, creative aspect of that, that these are people with their own hopes and dreams and their own perspectives on the jobs that they are doing. So what can we do to imagine that world with them? And perhaps through telling their stories to bring this situation to light. A spokesperson for Instagram told us that they are aware of the issue of fake followers and are actively looking at ways to stop this practice. In a blog posted on their website in November 2018, Instagram said, quote, We will begin removing inauthentic likes, follows and comments from accounts that use third-party apps to boost their popularity. We've built machine learning tools to help identify accounts that use these services and remove the inauthentic activity. This type of behavior is bad for the community and third-party apps that generate inauthentic likes, follows and comments violate our community guidelines and terms of use. We're taking a number of steps to limit this kind of unwelcome behavior. For their part, Companies like Disrupt are coming up with their own ways of trying to stop influencer fraud. So we have a dedicated data team and we have also invested in software which essentially assesses an influencer's audience and deems whether it is authentic. They actually give you an authenticity percentage. Oh yikes, so it'll be like you are 55% authentic. Exactly, and stay away if you are 55% authentic. <laughs> we won't work with anyone who's under you know, 96%. I think even you or I might have fake accounts following us. It, it goes with social platforms and it goes with today's industry and society. But obviously, 
you know, there is parameters to that and you don't want the majority of someone's following to be a bot. Now, obviously, Disrupt has developed this entire business around the influencer industry. So presumably you think it'll be around for a while. What does the future look like for influencers? I believe there's going to be a lot more regulation, particularly around certain sectors. So maybe, you know, weight loss products, things like that. Recently, it was introduced that gambling companies have to be really, really careful with who they work with from an influencer point of view. You know, it's it's all about marketing to the under 18s and which influencer marketing is really, really good at. So you have to be very, very careful. <laughs> Influencers will become almost a brand extension for the brands that they work with because it will be long-term contracts, you know, 12 months to two years, just really weighty content. And I think their audiences will thank them for that because it'll just mean they're not posting hashtag ad on behalf of a different brand every week. They will be associated with that brand and ultimately become more authentic for it. So from Instagram husbands, to influencer managers like Leona, it really does take a village. But there are steps being taken to make sure that no one in this hypothetical village is manipulating the system. That's all we have time for this week. Thanks to Jordan Joseph Ramirez, Leona McCall and Yu Cheng for joining me. There will be links to the Instagram Husband podcast and Disrupt's website on this week's episode description on The Guardian website. If you want to watch Insta Famous, we'll link to the film as well. For anyone who hasn't already, make sure to subscribe to Chips With Everything on Apple, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chips is produced by Danielle Stevens. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Thanks for listening. For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20 plus sports activities wellness programs you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family so book your next getaway with club med visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor